0: To the Cosmo Happy Hour. It's everything you would talk
1: about with your best friends, from sex to celebrity to entertainment. From the editors of Cosmopolitan.com, this is the Cosmo Happy Hour with Elisa Benson. Welcome everybody to cosmopolitan.com happy hour, the best hour of the week. And I am so excited about today's podcast because we are talking about my favorite topic of all time, the Kardashians. (laughs) I am boldly actually, I'm boldly calling this episode. We are all Kim Kardashian because I truly believe that there's no better metaphor for femininity in 2015 than Kim Kardashian. I know it's a controversial statement, but I'm owning it. I'm going for it. Um, I feel like this is also a relevant time to say I have a giant framed a photo of Kim Kardashian eating a cupcake in my living room, like poster sized. And I am joined today by fellow Kardashian enthusiasts, cosmopolitan.com entertainment editor Patty Greco. Hi, Patty. Hi. <laughs> um, cosmopolitan.com pop culture writer Alex Reese. And Alex, how many. How many articles at this point in your life would you estimate you've written about the Kardashians?
2: Let's just say it's a large number. It's a large number. Let's just say it's a large number.
1: Okay. Like we're talking in the several hundreds, probably.
2: I would think. Three figures easily. Yes. Yeah.
1: Three figures easily, and our special guest today, Mariah Smith, who has seen every episode ever of Keeping Up with the Kardashians at least once, and runs the blog Keeping Up with the Continuity Errors, which is k u w t k e dot tumblr dot com. Um, and so Mariah, you were saying you're sort of a like a Kardashian truther.
3: Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Love them, but I. Think that people deserve to know the truth about everything they enjoy.
1: So you basically on your blog you sort of document if there are inconsistencies or if they say this happened before this happened or one hundred percent. Yes, there. exactly. Yep. Um, and you know I did the math. So there have been ten seasons. They just wrapped the tenth season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. So um, that's actually, if you do the math, is like eighty-two hours of airtime. So you've dedicated at least eighty-two hours just to the Kardashians.
3: That is bare minimum yes
1: <laughs> bare minimum but really I think, I think 82 hours of your life bare minimum dedicated to the Kardashians considering what a pop culture phenomenon they are is actually no time at all no, I think yeah. I've, I haven't i have probably actually seen every episode of the show but I like to think I've spent at least 82 hours but, of my life
3: yeah 82 them. hours with the Kardashians is like think of it this way if you spend at least 30 minutes a day looking at an Instagram a Twitter or even just going online right and seeing their name pop up or reading a Article, that's I probably spend, God help me, two hours a day consuming Kardashian knowledge just but, by being a breathing human.
1: Right, exactly. You you really yeah. you can't you can't avoid it. So I wanna sort of kick off by establishing a bit of a timeline here. So everyone sort of knows the backstory, you know, Kim Kardashian starting off long ago, you know, sort of coming from this famous family to begin with, being Paris Hilton's assistant back in the day of course, famously making a sex tape um, that was leaked in 2007, which is the same year that Keeping Up with the Kardashians went on the air. So um, 2007, in some ways, is like a long time ago. And I think it's interesting. The show started in 2007. It just wrapped, as we said, the 10th season. And it really feels like now, in 2015, the Kardashians are more famous than ever. Um, I, you know, there was an article earlier this year on Forbes where they were saying that Kim Kardashian made 53 million dollars this year which is actually double how much money she made last year so at least in terms of looking at how much money she has made in sort of the relationship you would assume that has to sort of how famous she is she's literally more famous now than she ever has been before so what esteemed kardashian panelists do you guys think why are the kardashians the show has been around forever in some sense why right now why has 2015 been such a big year for the kardashians do you wanna take this?
2: I feel like it's just this past year in particular I think has become a point where they've taken the concept of a reality show in a really new direction because when you look at the first season super produced like yeah. super fake storylines like there's no there's no harm in saying that it was not reality in a sure. real sense season 10 yes there's you know continuity errors mm-hmm. but they're not making stuff up anymore like they have well. taken their lives <laughs> <laughs> to an extent I mean do you think they're making stuff up still?
3: Oh, 100%. It's not like they're making up big stuff, mm-hmm. but say, for instance, there was a sh- or an episode earlier this season when Kylie was at Caitlyn and Bruce's house, mm-hmm. and she was saying how she wasn't going go-karting with Chris, Scott, and Chloe when Chris, Scott, and Chloe didn't go go-karting for like a month afterwards. So they're making up little things right. like that, where it's like, why do you, why? What does that add to the story? What? It, you know, so there are little things. So you're things, saying she but, said
1: she was going to go, go yeah, partying, but she, she Or she really. said
3: she, like, was boycotting Chris, like, wasn't going to go hang out with Chris. Right. Meanwhile, well, that little outing didn't happen until the next month
1: sure and i mean i think to some extent i mean all reality tv is fake because you shoot it on a schedule it's not literally that you have to have a 12 hour day right exactly exactly so what's going to happen on this 12 hours that we're Mm -hmm. shooting okay well this should be the day that you're on the phone with your doctor or this should be you know some of these things are so is it real is it fake can you even tell the difference anymore I i don't know
4: i think that's part of the fun of watching these shows now for viewers and i don't even think people like care if it's fake or not sure I think that I mean just the fact that you are such a fan of the Kardashians have that poster and haven't seen every episode right. of the show is really <laughs> telling <talented. laughs> that, that's not a, a diss yeah, you. it's just like real. you don't even need to watch every show Has yeah, right. three. there are three times that a piece of Kardashian news hits it's when it actually happens it's when we have to watch promotion for when it's going to be seen on the show and then it's when it's actually in the show mm-hmm.
1: right Right, so they've sort of created yeah. three news moments about every single thing that happens in their lives,
4: and that's one of the reasons why I think that they are like why twenty fifteen is partly a turning point, is because just the speed that our news cycle has kind of like upped to has allowed them to have all these moments. Mm-hmm. That's that sort sense.
3: of yeah. I think sort of going back piggybacking on what Alex and both Patty have said, and why I started my blog this year is because at their best, the Kardashians are like social media mavens, mm, yes. and there has been no... We have all... I hate the term social media because you sound like you're middle-aged, but <laughs> it, it's like, you know, every time I say social media, I feel like I'm 40. Yeah. Um, but there has been no time like the present when you have Instagram. Like, there... People really aren't on Twitter anymore. It's Instagram. It's all visual. This mm-hmm. is, like, all we care about, and the Kardashians are really visual. They're... For lack of a better phrase or term, we don't really consider them people. We consider them pictures, essentially. Like, they live to be photographed and to be framed and to be looked at. And that's how people sort of ingest and digest them. So, in 2007, you couldn't, even though paparazzi was, like, crazy at that time. Sure. You couldn't really get as much Kardashian- Info straight from the source, like you could now. Right. And that's why people care more. It's like you can, I flip on my phone and, oh my God, I flip on my phone. I,
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I tap into my device and anything, like they immediately pop up. So I,
1: I think that's actually um, a really good and actually sort of a deep point to say that people really do think about them almost as images yeah. rather than as people. And, you know, that's sort of mm. true of any celebrity. Mm-hmm. You sort of forget that it's actually like a real person yeah. um, and not just someone to sort of dissect in the public eye. But um, I think, you know, I was again saying, joking, that this episode is called We Are All Kim Kardashian, but I really think she is a metaphor. And whether or not you feel like she personally represents who you are as a human, I do think she has become this sort of image of what it means to sort of be a woman in 2015, and to sort of own that, to put your selfies out there, to not be afraid to be seen as a little bit sexual. I think. And I think that's a change that from the way people presented themselves in the public eye maybe a decade ago. In some ways, um, I also think you know there are some other sort of things that have happened. I think certainly. Over the last few years, so maybe not specifically to 2015, but over the last few years. Certainly, Kim marrying Kanye, um, I think, sort of took her to another stratosphere of fame. Certainly, like, having a kid. um, There were some interesting quotes from Kris Jenner where she was saying she felt like sort of having the grandchildren on the show really sort of revitalized the series and kind of, like, made it interesting. And certainly, it's just more people to have plot lines Mm, about um, and the other thing, I didn't really realize this, but the show is actually longer now. Oh, when yeah. it first aired, it was 22 minutes, and now it's 44 minutes, mm-hmm. which I think I hadn't paid attention to that shift, like, a few years ago, but... Um, I think that's kind of interesting, too, when you think about switching from a half an hour, you know, a 22-minute show, which is typically like a comedy time yeah, block, yeah. to a 44-minute show that's normally like more of a drama. And mm-hmm. that's kind of what has happened. It's The show sort of started out in 2007 as candy, and now it's sort of really this drama about a family who are all very, like, it's busy important. A soap yeah. opera. Exactly. Exactly. So... Um, You know, I think this idea that we're sort of all talking about, that everybody, you can't escape the Kardashians. They're all over your feed. You know things about them, even if you don't mean to. Is that just sort of what it means to be a celebrity? Or do you guys think there is something sort of specific and different and magical about the Kardashians?
3: I wouldn't call it magical. I would call it... uh, a, a wonderful grasp on uh, how to navigate publicity. They have great publicists. Sure. Like You can be as fam- you don't, Meryl Streep, one of the most famous, iconic humans on this earth. Do you ever see her in a paparazzi photo? No. Not because they wouldn't be able to find her, but because right. she doesn't seek them out. And not right. that it's bad to do that. Like, I think that's, you know, if that's the type of celebrity you wanna be, have at it. Um, but even, like, Paris Hilton, she used to be photographed all the time. And she could still—she ha, she has a massive fan base still. Right. And she could easily be as public as Kim, but that's not what she's seeking at this moment. So I think they know how to navigate this, like—they n- know how to make the paparazzi work for them. And that's sure. why it's— magical I guess I don't
4: know yeah I also think they took out the middleman not to call us the media the middleman but that's sort of what they did is they uh, if you think of them their product their viewers their fans Mm -hmm. the middleman then would be the media and now they just basically have their own apps they can Mm -hmm. put everything straight right up there on the internet I mean sometimes I see things on their apps like a beauty tutorial where I'm like somebody pitched you that last year for their site Mm -hmm. no 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 you just filed that away for when you started your app and it's just like it's genius if you think about it because then nobody can editorialize it nobody could twist it and the fans are getting exactly what Mm -hmm. they want but they have to pay for
1: it Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. so so I think it's two things here on one hand maybe they aren't different than other Mm -hmm. celebrities but if they are different it's just that they're sort of a little bit better at the game of being a celebrity yeah
4: and I do think that they're different than other celebrities, though, because what people love to hate about them is, is saying that they don't have any talent. So you take Meryl Streep, and people are going to really glom onto her talent. She's nominated one How Many Academy Awards, whereas with them, you come into a debate that's actually a cultural debate, which is that, is it talent to be able to manage um, social media and a personal brand? And you have that that kind of uh, friction there because people haven't really settled on whether or not it's a talent. I personally think it is. I think we all do. Oh, and that's why we love the talent. Kardashians. Yes. Mm-hmm. But that's where that's where they're different than other celebrities is that debate. Are they famous for a reason or for no reason? Some people think it's a very legitimate reason. Some people think it's a sex tape, which isn't true. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. I also, I love talking about their talent because I recently, I am a firm believer that Kim Kardashian is one of the funniest people on this planet. Boring as she wants to be, but she is hysterical.
1: She's so funny. Like even her, costume. Her Halloween costume. Yes. Oh my gosh, I fell out! <laughs>
3: when I saw that she was dressed <laughs> as
1: herself from 2013,
3: I'm like, this is amazing. Because she knows that this is, she has adamantly said her and Kanye want two kids. This is going to be her last pregnancy. This is the last time she can, you know, have Wear
1: this costume. And do you want to just explain that quickly for anyone that missed that amazing moment? That amazing moment. I
3: thought I was hallucinating when I saw it on Instagram. It was so so good. I I was like, I thought
2: it was like a throwback and everybody had misinterpreted it. Exactly.
3: And I'm like, this woman is amazing. So she came this past Halloween dressed as herself in the floral ball gown that she wore to the Met Ball in 2013. Sort of a
1: famous gown
3: that she got a lot of flack for. And in that Halloween in 2013, countless women dressed up as her in that garment you know calling themselves a couch blah 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 what have you whatever but I thought that was just iconic and I think the reason she's so funny whether it be intentionally or unintentionally now I think it's intentional but she's so Mm self-aware which is what a lot of celebrities don't have Mm -hmm. like Kim Kardashian knows herself, knows her brand, knows what people want, knows what she's able to give and knows how to give it in such a way that makes her unmatched. Even when her sisters sort of climb to her level, like Kylie is an amazing celebrity in her own right, but I don't think she's as self-aware as Kim, which Mm -hmm. it's going to take her a long time Mm -hmm. to reach Kim's level, whether the numbers prove otherwise or not. Mm -hmm.
1: And Kylie is also still a kid. You know, Mm -hmm. Kim just had her 35th birthday. She's been around. (laughs) She's a grown woman. Right, she's a grown woman. So I think there is a bit of a difference there. But I think... um, I totally agree with you. I think she's very funny. I think she's very self-aware. And I don't – I actually think this is an assumption that happens about women in general, famous or not, that people like to assume sometimes that they take themselves very, very seriously. And I think people think that about the Kardashians. Even though they're actually very goofy, if you watch the show, they seem very – in a lot of ways like real and authentic but i think from the outside i think there's this feeling that like kim is so she has no idea like the joke is on her and it's like uh she's uh, has the last laugh here you know like all the way to 53 million million dollars exactly exactly (laughs) welcome to play it a new podcast network featuring radio and tv personalities talking business sports tech entertainment and more play it at play.it um, and we sort of touched on this, but I want to sort of specifically draw out, you know, why are the Kardashians so controversial? You know, Patty, I think you sort of really eloquently sort of said that there's this friction around whether or not, you know, they are talented. But like, do you and, – and again, I guess part of the question is you have been working in celebrity and entertainment for a really long time. Do you think that the Kardashians are just sort of the controversial, like – celebrity of the moment or do you think as i kind of think that people seem there are a lot of people that really can't stand them
4: i think though that They can't stand them because they don't know exactly where to fit them. I mean, they are highbrow. They are lowbrow. You can call them trashy in some cases. You can call them classy in some cases, which actually we did an essay on that here. Lauren Hoffman wrote it, so I just want to give a shout out. Um, But I think that people are just uncomfortable with anything that they can't quite place and then judge according to the rules that exist for that box that they place people in. And, I mean, maybe I'm being too, like – I don't know, philosophical about the whole thing, but I think that that just makes people uncomfortable. And then I also just think that they're women, and people are a little bit sexist still.
1: Mm-hmm. I think people are. I think people are a lot sexist. Um, Alex, what do you think? You write all these articles, and you see, you know, sometimes like our Facebook fans, or yes. you know, like, like who cares is the comment we get all the time. You know, do you think? How do you, How is the reaction to posts you write about the Kardashians compared to posts you write about other celebrities?
2: I think there is a lot more of a, a visceral reaction, which is very strange because the funny thing is the Kardashian news we cover is often more innocuous mm-hmm. than we cover, which says a lot about them to begin with because, you know... For, for example, later today, I am going to be writing what's hopefully a funny post about Kylie tweeting that she was walking her dog over the weekend and an old lady shouted at her because her dog pooped on the sidewalk. And I think there's a really funny story to draw out of this. Like, did Kylie clean up the poop? Like, well, you know, like I'm going to fact check. I'm going to fact check a little. But that's going to prove more controversial than something that, you know, if we were to cover a Nicki Minaj incident over the weekend, you know, she called out a Bill Cosby Halloween costume. We're going to get a lot more of the extreme responses to this silly Kylie Jenner story than a Nicki Minaj,
0: which is item, more of a real which would story. have, you
2: know, a debate or a this is really bad, this is Halloween, how do you how do you deal with it. Um I think it's because yeah, people struggle to place them. There's, you know, how frivolous their lifestyles seem, but they work incredibly hard to craft that glamour and simplicity, you know, they go out to lunch and take an Instagram and we will all view that and be like, oh, they're just going out to lunch. Okay, Mm -hmm. but they started the day at 6.30 and they will have had three business meetings already. Mm -hmm. And so...
1: Absolutely, I think anybody, and you know, we have this perspective of be, you know working at Cosmo, the Kardashians, Chris um, Jenner, and then all of the children were on the November cover of Cosmo, which is out on newsstands now. You know, anyone that has had the perspective of working with them is sort of in awe of the mm. way that they are such business women. And I think that you know the show covers them having business meetings and shoots, but of course the show does it in a way that seems very fun, yeah. And you know, sometimes frivolous, as you said. But anyone who has ever worked with them raves about how unbelievably professional they are Um, and I want to talk a little bit about um, Patty and I were just in LA partying with the Kardashians (laughs) for Cosmo's 50th birthday party Um, and you know at this point Kim is how pregnant? Eight months pregnant and she, she,
3: she
1: right and I remember there was sort of not even this question of whether or not she would be there like everyone sort of knows like if Kim commits to an event she will be there like she is professional in that sense so Patty can you sort of explain what it was like to be at this party in this like orbit with Ooh, the Kardashians. So, yeah. yeah. all the details. I mean Hell
4: first I like of it. all I did not talk to a Kardashian so oh. that's my kind of devastating story. I told all my friends that I was going to um, maybe talk to a Kardashian and I didn't. However, um, to your point about them being very professional there was a sense that the Kardashians or specifically Kim was going to walk the carpet at 7. And it was one of these situations where like if she says she's going to walk at the carpet at seven and she's going to walk the carpet at seven and it really like it happened more smoothly than I've seen any red carpet happen. Because
1: red carpets are always sort of chaotic and, right. and running it's not, late. Exactly. And-
4: exactly. But they, uh, they got there and um, they all posed. They weren't cranky seeming about it and then even kind of at the end of the carpet when some people some of them were done Kim Courtney was still kind of they were waiting for Chris to be done because Chris kind of talked to a lot more people than everyone else and they never made faces they never seemed grumpy I mean on the one hand you know that they know they have eyes on them at all times but on the other it's just like they just don't seem Um, Right. Seems so professional. Seems so professional. Um, What else can I say about the party? Well, yeah. One thing I sort of (laughs) noticed
1: that I thought was like, very like moving and of course I'm just like predisposed to love and be obsessed with every single thing that they do but I thought that they were all very sort of protective of Kim you know really? in, in a way that seemed very real like the way if your sister was walking a carpet with a big pregnant belly you know there was a yeah. moment that was sort of like they are finding a chair for her and like just you know and I don't mean to of course act like of course Kim is out doing things and as all pregnant women are but like I just felt like they're and I think that is such the appeal of them and of this show is that they really are a family and regardless of whether a plot line about go-karting is fake there isn't really anything fake about the way that they love each other Mm -hmm. and you know love being you know having sisters and I have two sisters um and why did I turn this into like a story about myself but the point is like that feels very real to me (laughs) because we're all Kardashians yes
4: exactly
3: I I have two sisters and our phones started as a joke but now it's for real they're in my phone it's Kim and Courtney and I'm in their phone it's Chloe
1: <laughs> you're the Chloe of your yes. family I'm the Chloe of I'm my family baby and they're 5 yeah. feet tall
3: and I'm 5'7 so yeah. it makes
1: sense <laughs> <laughs> no I love that I love that um, so yeah the party was amazing and one of the things that sort of struck me is like we were saying red carpets are always chaotic and but You know, and I think this was partly... It's a little different in New York. I feel like New York is a little more, like, chill or something. And L.A. is just much more, like, celeb star Mm -hmm. in general. But one of the things that I thought was so interesting was leaving the party and basically, like the point where you had to check in and you could go no further just the crowd of people Mm. that were sort of like conglomerating outside and i was like where did these people come from did they see them tweeting about the party like that i thought was so interesting how Mm -hmm. long did they stay at the actual party
3: and like what did they do
1: they, you know? well, so they walked the carpet. Kim sent
2: her first Snapchat. Kim sent well, yeah, her Kim first sent her
1: Snapchat. Snapchat from that exactly. Um, you know, there was a moment, it was a birthday party for Cosmos. So right. they
4: cut the cake. Okay. Did we sing
1: Happy Birthday? I can't even remember. I'm like, did they sing? I can't remember either. Yeah. But that,
4: I can't remember because that was the first picture I actually got of the Kardashians and I was furiously texting it to people. <laughs> right. um, so I blacked out. But, wow. <laughs> but, um, there was a cake and I think that they maybe did sing and they stayed a lot longer than you would think like really right. carpet and all they were there until we we did the cake at about 8:45 8:50 they mm-hmm. got to the carpet which was the longest part of their commitment yeah. to the whole thing I would say uh so so all said this was a 2 hour ordeal for them not counting getting ready getting there and That's just
1: amazing. yeah and they you know it was so you know i come from a social media background so it was so cute after you know they're all posting pictures like happy birthday cosmo mm-hmm. also like we all know this in like media world but i think sometimes people think that we pay for them to do that mm-hmm. and we don't like the exchange is like we want to put you on our cover and like but, you know, it's not like we're, it's not like I'm, like, slipping Kim, you know, a $100 bills. <laughs> yeah, like no, post Insta, on Instagram. Right. Yeah. Exactly.
4: One of the texts that I got back to my furious texting of photos was, how much did you guys pay them to do that? And it's like, mm, nothing. That's not yeah. how it works. Right. Um, yeah, they just, they, and it's partly because they just know and understand publicity, as we discussed right. before. It's like, duh, of course you'd come to the party to promote your wonderful cover
1: absolutely absolutely that was also featured on your show right no way exactly and yes there was a segment on the show you know these are sort of how um, these things all sort of work and these like deals come together Um, but you know we do get that Alex I know you get that question on articles a lot where readers are sort of because we cover them all the time and you know readers are like how much are you getting paid and it's like zero dollars it's like we wish we were getting paid (laughs) oh my god I wish I had like every tweet I send about Kim Kardashian Um, but that would be amazing I would be Rich, but um, you know, I think that talking about the internet. So the re- the real reason about why we cover the Kardashians so much at Cosmopolitan.com, and the real reason everyone on the internet covers the Kardashians so much is because they perform very, very, very well. Yeah. Every time we write a story about that about it, people are interested in reading it, and um, I think you know, people care about them and do want, you know, they do want to know what Kendall was for Halloween or what Kylie was for Halloween. You know, they want to know even if they say out loud that they're disinterested. Um, And And I think, again, that sort of that idea of like, is that what it just means to be a celebrity or are they sort of this like almost different extra? Because, you know, there aren't that many people like I feel like my dad, who's a pop culture alien, like knows things about the Kardashians, you know, because they are sort of unavoidable. I
3: have this sort of theory that I've been working on for a couple of years now. I can't Um, wait. (laughs) wait. I can't wait. It's been it's really been on my mind. And I think the Kardashians are a great example of this. So. When you think, in my mind, when you think back to old Hollywood, like the glamour of when movies were first, you know, moving pictures were came about, there was this thing where movie stars were untouchable. Like, they were literally in a different world. Like, you didn't know really what they did ever. You just knew they were on the screen. That's all you knew. But now, as we've gotten more like paparazzi and accustomed to, wanting stars who look like us stars who act like us, like stars who just roll out of bed, look at them, they don't have makeup on, blah 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 that is sort of what we like now, but for me, I think the Kardashians sort of represent that the new era of being unattainable, they're super exposed, but you still there's just no matter how much you try, you still won't reach that level, mm-hmm. there's like still something, whereas no shade you feel like you could wake up and be like, oh, I could, you know, this is something like Lena Dunham would wear. Like, I look like Lena Denham. That's cool. I'm going to go out to get to the store. But you can't really wake up and be like, oh, I look like Kim, K- Kim Kardashian. I look like Kylie Jenner. It's like something different. It's like a real celebrity versus a bona fide celebrity, if that makes any sense. Mm. I don't think it does.
1: Hmm. So you think, okay, let me crystallize what you're saying. You really think there is something about the celebrities that is sort of... sorry about the celebrities you really think there's something about the Kardashians that is sort of like they stand alone and they're like they're like unattainable like you can't
3: reach their level ever whereas other celebrities you can it's sort of like a Beyonce essentially Mm -hmm. you can try, but they're in a different stratosphere than mm-hmm. you'll ever be on, which I think mm-hmm. sometimes people need in order to... That's what makes you a celebrity. Now celebrities are too. And maybe it's because, like, we live in New York, and, pe- you know, other people live in big cities. You see them all the time, whatever, or interact with them in media. Like, they are still someone you can meet them, and it still is a different world, like right. Oprah.
1: Right. Like <laughs> <My> Oprah. <God. laughs> the Kardashians and Oprah. Yeah. Um, so I feel like this is sort of... The question that I think is really interesting to pose around our intellectualizing now of the Kardashians. So they're obviously culturally significant. Nobody, nobody could argue that they aren't right. culturally significant. Do you think they are actually changing culture?
2: I mean, I think you only need to look at all the arguments made in the way that, you know, whether it's body positivity or contouring or however Mm -hmm. you know whether you want to like legitimize it or still say that it's a dumb beauty trend when it's clearly not the case you just have to look at what people in and outside of the fashion industry and far beyond have said about the family changing the way an hourglass figure is suddenly aspirational again to an extent Mm -hmm. where for a long time it was not that's i think just one example where you have to say they have made a real impact
1: Absolutely, I think absolutely in the fashion and beauty space. And I think also, Mariah, you touched on this earlier, but in the social media space. Oh,
3: yeah, It's like you're cre- – we're in this new age of new celebrity where you can't – it's, again, a personal brand. It's like they're famous for being themselves, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like, who wouldn't want to wake up every day and capitalize on just being you? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, that is a dream, and they've done it to the fullest extent. That's sort of what YouTube stars do, what, you know – vine celebrities do it's what is the new thing and i'm excited to see like in the next 10 or 15 years what the new type of celebrity will be Mm -hmm. like it's just so cool to see how it can sort of transform and evolve because Mm -hmm. it's
2: a dream i think you also have to talk about Caitlyn jenner in this context as you know part of the kardashian family how Caitlyn's transition and her journey and her story and how the family have responded to that this past year i think really has been something twenty fifteen has, you know, probably been a year that people will look back on in a way that mainstream reporting and understanding of some parts of trans culture obviously Caitlin does not necessarily represent the community as a whole. Sure. And she's, you know, she's very upfront about that. But they've really given a no holds barred look. And it's not always been um perfect, perfect you know, as far as any of the family. And right. I think it was particularly brave on a sensitive subject and yes they do edit around a ton on that I'm sure Mm -hmm. to you know show that they've got confused and they've struggled with the terminology and
3: I yeah I think this is great and sort of going Mm -hmm. back to what you were saying Elisa about how they are a real family. Mm-hmm. And touching on the Caitlin subject and then touching on the Lamar subject, even, it's like there's such a large family. And in the rule of numbers, no matter how perfect you are, something's bound to happen. Sure. There's bound mm-hmm. to be someone who's queer, someone who has addiction issues, someone who has uh, even like health issues with like Kim's pregnancy. And I mm. think we've sure. seen Chloe talk about how she's had issues struggling with getting pregnant. And, like Scott, all these things. So it is bringing to light what. It means to be a family and issues that happen mm-hmm. in your family. And I think that helps people sort of cope with their own mm-hmm. lives because had we not had Caitlyn's story publicized, there would have been many facets of American culture, who mm-hmm. people in America who never would have talked about that or mm-hmm. never would have had an idea of what it meant to be trans or that you could still be trans and for sadly enough or for a lack of a better term be cool or popular Mm -hmm. or be like in the in Mm -hmm. crowd sure Um, and granted that's not what it means to be queer or trans or anything like that it just it's it's sort of a comfortable step into the right direction for people who wouldn't have gone that way otherwise.
1: Well, yeah, and I just think, you know, we're sort of talking about the po- the power of the Kardashian machine and how mm-hmm. good they are at publicizing themselves and, like, really how amazing and really life-changing and culture-changing mm-hmm. it is to see that around an issue, yeah. you know, that has typically not been yeah. discussed in mainstream media, in mainstream America, and certainly... Has a long history of being discussed in a very Insensitive way Mm. So it's sort of amazing to see You know Just them working through it in this really real Way and sort of shining the spotlight On something that like deserves to be talked about And deserves to have positive attention around Right
4: Um Wait, Patty, did you want to jump in? Oh, no. I was making my cynical face because <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, don't want to say anything that would undermine how great and, and important and major that was and how much I agree with everything that you guys were saying. But I do yeah. think that they had a long lead time on that, whereas, um, you know, with what happened with Lamar, I trust that everything is going to be beautifully handled and compassionate and oh that they gosh, are exactly. rallying around him mm-hmm. and each other and Chloe as a family. I just do think that to see how that will then be packaged and play out on the show— Uh, will be interesting I mean when it premieres next the 14th or the 15th (laughs) when it premieres on the 15th the teaser is that we're going to see um, stuff about Courtney and Scott's breakup and uh, other stuff that I'm forgetting but that happened what feels like an eternity ago Mm -hmm. now and not the Lamar stuff which feels more um, relevant and so I don't know exactly what my point is, just that they have a lot of time to package and think about things. I mean, what I'm dying to know is when are we going to get an unveiling of everything that's been going on behind the scenes with Rob Kardashian? Mm-hmm. Um, and again, it's no judgment to the family. I'm sure they're dealing with it in a real way. But um, what we see is very is always very packaged and handled.
3: That is. Oh, gosh, this is like <laughs> something that I completely agree with you, Patty, because I like how you're talking about how they have the three cycles of publicity with the trailer the um, show or like you know the The real news the trailer the show Mm -hmm. so it's like this is all this is all that's happening with Lamar now and what I've been adamant about is they are such an iconic the Kardashians and Jenners are such an iconic piece of American history now that I have Started likening them to the Kennedys, where they are a very great. Here is you know, I'm getting
1: some raised <laughs> yeah, eyebrows. Yeah, yeah, back that up. No,
3: no, no. I think, but this it's not here. Okay, so they are also clearly a remarkable family, but there is the Kennedy curse. It's like heavy is the head that wears the crown. So the Kardashians have, especially this these past few months. It's not all. It's not been a cakewalk. It's been mm-hmm. epically tragic. I mean. You have Lamar, you have Scott, you have Rob, you have the divorce, you have all these big shifts happening in the family and near-death experiences that are, it's sort of like, would this all have happened if they weren't who they were? Mm-hmm. would all the things of the Kennedys happen if they weren't who they were.
1: But I think it's just, but the thing is, uh, those things do happen to real families. They and do. I think it's kind of what you said. It's just like, there's so many of them yeah, that right. sort of like, that that rule of numbers. Yeah. Like you have, you know, like. And it's almost like a domino
3: effect in this case where something great happens and something horribly bad. I mean, and every, like I am only speaking for myself. Of course, we all have things in our family, but it's, n- you don't walk down the street and have Two of your, for lack of a better term, brothers who are struggling with addiction and who are being put in rehab or hospitalized mm-hmm. or someone who's behind closed doors dealing with God knows what. Um, and I think it's just an interesting study to see would this have played out the way it's playing out now if they weren't in the spotlight. Sure.
4: What's interesting too is that like when we regular people, non-famous people have bad things happen in our lives. We're not, we're, we're allowed to edit that out. We don't post right. on Facebook. Oh, like, here's my brother. Like, here's like you're something You're not expected like, to post. Well, yeah, 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 exactly. And whereas they have to show us um, mm-hmm. sort of like. They have to show us everything, but at the same time walk the fine line of not showing us too much because then we'll be mad at them. So, yeah. for example, mm-hmm. with Lamar, immediately one rumor that circulated was there are already cameras gathering around there. Right. And that, you know, people want all this from them, but then the minute they hear that maybe in a time of family crisis, the cameras are there, which they weren't, was yeah. the the next part of the rumor. It was uh, not true. Yeah. Uh, People get mad about that too Because it's too real It's Mm -hmm. too real for them to to show that to us Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, I actually think And this is kind of like maybe a way To sort of like move into the summing up Of our like because we could all talk about the Kardashians (laughs) All all day long But I think about this question of sort of are the Kardashians actually changing culture? I really think they are. And my whole theory about this is I think that the Kardashians, I don't want to say they're single-handedly responsible for this, but I think they're bringing back the idea of a family as a tribe versus a family as a very nuclear unit. And, you know, over the past several decades, I don't really know anything about like sociological history, but, you know, (laughs) there's sort of been this idea ever since people could move Mm -hmm. and you could live wherever you wanted and you didn't have to like grow up on you know live on the farm you grew up on or whatever you know there's this idea that a family is like you know your parents and your kids and you don't Mm -hmm. necessarily live near your grandparents you don't necessarily live and you know I think one of the major issues that have been has been written about obsessively for women over the past few years is this idea of having it all like how do you be a woman that has a career and a family and I think part of the answer or at least part of my answer to having it all is like, you need help. You need a family unit. And I think one of the reasons that the Kardashians have become famous is because this family dynamic is so endearing. Mm -hmm. And I predict over the next few years, we are going to see more written about this idea of returning to a family as a tribe and people wanting to live near their extended family, people wanting to... You know, really make decisions in their life based around not just your spouse and your partner, but your family. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that I don't want to say the Kardashians have caused that single handedly, but I think they represent the shift that I predict we are going to see a lot of people talking about over the next few years. Does that make any sense? No. Yeah,
4: it does make sense, <laughs> but I am not living near you, mom. Wow. <laughs> she's not, she's not going to listen to this. At night. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind everything. <laughs>
3: I totally, totally agree. I like, because when I see photos of nothing lays me out on the floor quicker than when I see photos of (laughs) Kourtney Kardashian taking North and Penelope to ballet class and Kanye Uh, holding Penelope's hand. Oh, Lord Jesus, I could just take to my bed immediately. (laughs) I think it is. The cutest, sweetest thing. I grew up close to my family, my extended family. And I'm like, this is what it means to be a family. Mm-hmm. This is beautiful. So no matter what happens, you're like, they are ride or die. They mm-hmm. will go to the ends of the earth for even their extended family. Even even Scott, who wasn't married into the family, but right. he is family. Right. And even now, Chris taking the kids to visit him. It's like, that's just, she's like, this is what we're going to do to lift you up. This is what we're going to do to... You know, help you out and because you're one of
1: us, which right. is amazing. Mm. Absolutely.
2: Fun trivia fact in the very first episode of Keeping Up With The Kardashians, Chris was uber suspicious of Scott. So it Scott. does yeah. just yeah. Yeah. show yeah. like yeah. once you are part of their family, like it is, mm-hmm. it's like it's done.
4: Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Even with Lamar, everyone was yeah. there. Everyone's yeah. there. Like people, they love hard, which mm-hmm. is yes. beautiful.
1: Beautiful. I love that. They love yeah, hard That's, that's why true. I love them so hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Well, thank you guys so much. Um, maybe someday we'll do a podcast part two. Maybe we should launch our own Kardashian, Kardashian podcast. Yeah. I Let's can talk about road. this all day long. Oh, but um, thank you guys all for tuning in to cosmopolitan.com happy hour. Um, we always like to end with everyone throwing out their Twitter handles so you can argue with us about Kardashians or tweet us your favorite Kardashian. Um so tweet me at Elisa
4: Benson. I'm Patty at Patty Greco. Mariah at M R I A H. It's
3: just my name without an A.
4: Oh, that's a
1: good one. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Alex at Maybe Alex has lost and really do tweet me about the Kardashians because I am already tweeting about them. So yeah, please, works. please, <laughs> I need people to talk to. <laughs> it helps yeah, it's like my... if
1: you haven't noticed, we all love to talk about the Kardashians. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. See you next week. Bye.